0: Hey Alexa, you ready for the spotlight? You
1: know what Jace, let's hope I don't f*** it up this time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to Jace the producer presents The Shuffle.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, today I talked to a friend of mine by the name of Mr. Danny Mays. He is the uh, bassist for a local Delaware, Maryland and Virginia band called here's to the night a 90s tribute band check this out uh if you can just start off by telling me a little bit about
2: you sure um i've been playing music for ooh, 20 years man um yeah uh, i started when i was 15 um kind of was my way of finding I, I guess like when i was in high school um it was kind of my way of finding who i was right like instead of experimenting with things I shouldn't have been experimenting with <laughs> like like some some kids you know do in high school like I found music and it really kind of kind of brought me out as a person I think it allowed me to express myself I, I'm an only child so I mean very introverted uh, growing up music was always a big part of, uh, of kind of everything you know my dad had uh, real eclectic record collections so you know we'd be rocking out to you know James Taylor on the way to school one day and it'd be like ACDC the next day or some classical stuff my my grandpa like Luciano Pavarotti. so I mean I was you know I, I had all kinds of crazy eclectic uh, musical experiences as a kid so I mean I always felt really connected to music um, so when I started playing it and, and kind of using that as a artistic expression um, it just kind of kind of grew from there and I mean, you know, bouncing around a bunch of different, a uh, bunch of different bands, uh, touring. You know, so that's kind of the musical part of me. Uh, I'm a dad, got a 10 year old daughter and an 11 month old son. Uh, so, that's quite a gap there.
0: Uh, <laughs>
2: Does is your daughter your biggest critic? She is, dude. So, uh, it, it, funny story. And my wife's a musician too, right? Uh, and my wife and I met uh, through music um, when we were when we were young. I actually met my wife when I was uh, when I was 16 uh so uh so my daughter obviously you know gonna be very musically inclined my wife is more classically trained than me so i mean i would consider her uh, a much more proficient vocalist than i um and so we, we did our live stream last night uh you know the bands kind of that's kind of how we've stayed relevant uh with the fan base and connected with folks and i think that's what a lot of bands are doing right now but <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh, really nice by the way so thank you for doing that in case oh yeah absolutely dude, and, uh, that. it's nice to see first off even just uh even anything that's not musically related if you're just having a live stream of you make dinner it's like wow yeah. these people are real people and it's yeah. nice to see the the dad side or the real side of the people that you enjoy seeing up on a stage so thank yeah you. it's
2: you know it's it's been um it, it's just been hard to, to 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 find a way to still play and, and and still connect with the folks so our you know our uh our front of house guy uh runs a, a, a very successful sound company and you know they've kind of open their doors up to bands to do live streams so it has been really fun and uh you know we finished up last night and we pulled some songs out of the vault so it was you know it it was kind of touch and go as to man are we gonna be able to pull some of this stuff off we haven't played these songs in three years um because this was the third time we've done it so we were just trying to make everyone a little bit different so that folks have a reason to keep tuning in they don't want to see the same thing over and over again just like they wouldn't go see a a live show if it was the same thing over and over again so i was feeling pretty good about it i texted my wife and i was like Hey did you guys watch and uh, she was like yeah i was like uh, well, you know how was it and you know, cause she'll give me an honest answer on stuff she won't tell me something was good if it wasn't and i feel like that's been a really i have a really good support system of folks around me that won't lie to me and i think it's where a lot of people go wrong in in the yeah. industry and in life really like if you don't have someone giving it to you straight <laughs> you might be uh you might be going down the wrong road so i'm mean, like you know, my support system will always tell me if uh, if something's good and they'll always tell me if something uh, could have been better. And uh, But I was feeling really good about last night. It felt good when we got off stage and my wife's like, yeah, it was good. Um, you know, I was like, did Josie watch? Josie's my daughter. And um, she was like, yeah. Uh, and she was, and, and of course my daughter, I, I'm a business guy. So I think that this is how her mind starts ticking. She was watching the number of people that were watching the stream live. And she's like, she noticed a couple of flat notes and then, like when the notes were flat, she'd watch the number of viewers go down, and she was afraid you guys were losing fans. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. she's ten. Like I don't, I don't need this. I don't need this Simon Cal BS from, from, my
0: <laughs> from oh, a ten-year-old. That's yeah. was,
2: like, but it was humbling, dude. Like you know, I was like. And I listened back and I was like, man, like those were like really not noticeable type mistakes. So my, I, you know, it, part of it was humbling. And then part of it was like, man, my daughter's ear at 10 is, uh, is developed very well. And it was just, you know, just like the way that it was ticking with her, like, oh, like if, if, if you're not giving people the content they want, they'll tune out and yeah. you got to make sure that you're, you know, it was just kind of like, it was cool to hear her brain move like that. I still yelled at her and grounded her when I got home, but I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was nice that she...
0: my daughter is is a critic of mine as well i um i I told you earlier that i actually interviewed another band under your management company and the guy shares the same name as i do oh who what band was it jay paris oh yeah 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 Yeah, they're the good guys i've known jace since i was in high school oh okay and i went out there and i wasn't even paying attention i'm telling my wife oh i'm interviewing jace And before I could finish from Jay Paris, my daughter goes, you're interviewing yourself again, daddy. Do you have no friends? (laughs) Ouch. Dude. Ouch. Yes, that's right. I have no friends and you're rude. So,
2: wow. Yeah. yeah. Kids keep, they'll they'll keep you humble, man. I'll tell you. Harsh, man. She's (laughs) harsh. Yeah. Broke
0: my heart from the start, that kid. Nope. You know, I, I I love music. I love hearing how music has influenced people. You said your father had a really eclectic collection of stuff. Do you remember if you can, and I'm not saying like the chicken dance or something, but do you remember the <laughs> oldest, like really good song that you heard that you think would be part of
2: your development? Whew, that's a hell of a question. Um, I, My parents were really, really into James Taylor, um, okay. both of them. And my mom and my dad have like similar interests, but my dad's tastes are definitely, uh, you know, more varied than my mom's. But th- th- I definitely remember—I remember James Taylor being that. And I mean, that guy can write a song. I mean, you talk about songwriting. Um, so I mean, like, and, and then my grandma really liked Neil Diamond. So I remember—I remember a lot of uh, uh, hearing a lot of Neil Diamond stuff. I'm trying to think, when I was like really young, I loved the California Raisins. I remember I heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> their, their version of "I Heard It Through the Grapevine" yeah. was like. Uh, like I I was like I jammed out to that big time. Oh,
0: I
3: bet you
2: But no, I mean, like you know, like James Taylor and, and Neil Diamond, the Eagles. Uh, I, I remember hearing some of some of their songs uh, when I was really young, and uh, you know, th- those those kind of stuck with me. I mean, when I when I mean when I got into my teenage years, you know, Blink One Eighty Two was a was a really big uh, was a really big influence when I, I heard Dude Ranch uh, for the first time. Uh, it made me want to be in a band um, you know it was just it was it was it was fast it was belligerent it was aggressive but it was poppy and it was melodic and there was this like sense of like uplifting you know spirit to it and I named my daughter after you know the, the, the song Josie on that album um, so I don't know I mean it, it kind of and then I kind of like I got super into the pop punk thing uh, when I was you uh, when i was a teenager and then kind of got a little more into the heavier stuff uh for a little bit and now i just i listen to kind of a little bit of everything but uh but yeah i, I don't know like those those are like as far as when i was like really young those are the only things that kind of come forward as things that i still remember just because it was those were the songs that were always kind of around me all the time
0: see and i love hearing that because especially with having a song that you name your child after i think that's amazing
2: yeah yeah no it's uh i was just happy i remember my wife and i like just we could not find a name once we found out we were having we had a bunch of boy names that we like were okay with and then we found out we were having a girl and we just could not Get on the same page and and I was just sitting there one day thinking about you know just kind of like a, a name that because I always want the name to mean something I like I want to be able to tell my kid when they get older even if they don't like their name I want to be, want to be able to explain why we picked it and, and so I was kind of going back through and and you know the song uh I don't know how familiar i are with Blink or not uh, but you know the song is very much about a, a guy whose girlfriend like puts up with his bs all the time and you know, kind of, kind of lifts him up, and you know, no matter how bad he screws up, you know, everything's going to be fine. It just kind of reminded me of my wife's relationship when I was younger, um, and That's kind of putting up, the, yeah, putting up with me, yeah, couldn't putting up with me being on the road and, and kind of, you know, trying to find myself. And you know, we all know that women mature earlier than men do. Yeah. Um, I'm still waiting to hit my maturity stride, <laughs> but uh, Wait, but no, the, I, I
0: the just women age like, ate like ate. a fine wine, and med, men age like milk
2: yeah absolutely that's 100 percent right so i just thought you know and so i kind of came to her and i was like josie let's name her josie and you know it was uh it worked so perfect i'm glad that worked yeah. out. That's, yeah. that's really neat
0: i liked that it. that's it's just it's just really sweet i liked the way that that kind of played out there i want to talk about here's to the night uh now before we get there you said that you were in other bands
2: yeah so i, I toured a band called goldmine squad uh for a very many number of years, my early 20s. Uh, we had some radio radio success, um, but I mean, we were grinding it out on the road, and um, you know, it was my uh, it was another one of those things that just helped me. That was the band that like really helped me hone my craft as a performer because everybody in that band used to be frontmen in other bands, so like everybody had their own identity, and you had to kind of really work very hard to have a stage presence that got noticed in that band because you just have five massive egos. (laughs) So, um, you know, so, but I mean, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of success. Um, we still have our stuff up on, uh, on Spotify and all the streaming services. It's gold mind squad. Uh, a lot of people called us gold mine squad. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so that was fun. And then, uh, then I was in in a band called Beretta Jane, uh, after that with actually most of the guys that were in, uh, they were in gold mine squad. Um, we also had some, uh, some radio, uh, some radio success, but, uh, it just kind of got to the point where we were all getting older. We didn't really want to be on the road anymore. Um, but every time you think you're done with music, it has a way of just sticking with you. I mean, once, yeah, once you're bit by the music bug, um, you know, no matter how many times you're like, all right, I'm done. Uh, you know, I, I was, you know, after Beretta, I was like, all right, I'm done. And, and I did take a couple of years off, but, uh, it just, it all, it always comes back around and finds you again.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I love this quote uh, from your website. It actually says the best basis is, excuse me, the basis is 12 out of 10. Do you know who said that?
2: Yeah. Me, I, I think I quote's a tribunal, a tribunal to me. Yeah, yeah. So here's the deal, man. So w- with years of the night, um, I, <laughs> I've never understood. Um, and this, this will probably get me a bunch of heat and I don't really care. Um, I'm too old to care now. I've never understood the ego of a cover band. Um, it, it just, I, I, I don't understand how like cover bands have egos and, and beef with each other and stuff. It's like, we're out there playing other people's songs for fun, you know? And of course there's, there, I mean, you know, some are, some, you know, some tribute acts are more successful than others and that's fine. But I, I've always hated the way that, uh, that some tribute acts and even, I mean, original bands too, but like cover bands with like, the 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 premier band the, the the best cover band the best party band it's all so subject like it, it's just also disingenuous so our whole kind of marketing of, of our band kind of pokes fun at that i mean the 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 catchphrase on the front of the website you know the the, the mid-atlantic's number one 90s band according to our parents because it's kind of like yeah. who decides that you're number one in it the people that are the best at something very rarely have to go out and tell you they're the best at something. I
0: and mean, just going into how much fun you guys poke of, of yourselves, uh, the quote from your mom certainly the most handsome band I've ever seen.
3: It's a new day, but it all feels all It's a good life. That-
2: It's that's like, but that's what it's all about. I mean, people want to have a good... I mean, we're playing '90s music. We're 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 trying to evoke a, a nostalgic emotion in people. And if you allow, so here's the, here's the, what I always what I, when, I, when I was coaching uh, younger uh, younger musicians that are kind of making the transition mm-hmm. from being an original artist to to dipping their toes in the in, in the tribute act waters, the light bulb has to go off that you're. It's not about you anymore. You know, when you're an original artist, you have this like, you know, the, these designs on being a big famous rock star, and it's about you and your, you know, your artistic vision. In, in a tribute act, it's not about you anymore. You're a party facilitator. You're you're a facilitator for other folks to have a good time, and the, you know they hear a song and it takes them back to that moment that they heard it for like you know it takes them back to when they were a teenager and carefree and you know they didn't have mortgages and kids and (laughs) and all of that stuff and it's like that's what it's about so if you're up there like taking yourself too seriously you're never gonna put folks in that mindset so for me the biggest light bulb that went off that allowed this project to get to be as successful as it was was well crap it's not about it's not about me anymore. I'm, I'm just, I'm just the, the vessel to, <laughs> you know, to give these folks this experience. So I think that that's, I, I wish that didn't take so long. Cause I felt like we probably spent the first two, two and a half, maybe three years of the project weeding through that, you know, deciding, man, are we playing songs because we like them? Or are we playing songs because we think it like creates the vibe that we're going for? You know. And we like the songs we play, but I mean, you know, it's like, are you are you are you allowing yourself to be too self-indulgent with your set lists? And I see that that's like probably the number one thing I see in in tribute acts and cover bands that just really get to me. It's like they're up there playing the song where the guitar player is like wanking the solo and he thinks it's awesome. And it's it's you know, musically maybe it's fine, but it's a song that nobody cares about, nobody's partying to it, it doesn't create the right vibe. The club that booked the band is not bringing any money at the bar because of it <laughs> it's like you know so it's just thinking through all those things you know is, is something that i think a lot of uh, a lot of folks think that like oh i'm gonna play covers and make a bunch of money and like that's their business plan that's not <laughs> there's a lot more to it than that
0: now how long have you guys been uh, you guys have been a band together for eight years how long yeah have we're you been, uh and i guess in the tribute section compared to making original stuff
2: so here's the night started completely as as a tribute act. So the here's the night never had to pivot. Um, once, you know, I guess that was kind of what got me back in, because um, like once I was done with uh, with Brandy Jane back in, gosh, I guess that was 2009 or 10. Um, I was just so drained, like I just didn't feel like I had any more. It, it, it it's it even back then, and I'm not sure it's any easier or harder now um you know that's for somebody else to decide it it was just the drain of an independent original artist was just it after so many years of doing it just kind (laughs) of it just weighs on you um but the tribute act was a whole different challenge um you know and there's still a bunch of science to it like i was just saying you know with you know what songs do you play what order do you play them in you know what works in one state doesn't work in another state or what works in one venue doesn't work in another venue. And Have you had that you know, problem? Oh yeah, dude, of course, you sure. know, and it's, um, yeah, I mean, you know, so, you know, some, some clubs skew younger and you want to stay a little more on the, on the two thousands edge of the nineties, you know, uh, and maybe a little more, a little more pop. And, and you know, you got some places where it, it's a little bit of an older crowd and they might be more into the grunge side of things or, you know, and so you just kind of have to gauge that, but what, you know, what works in one area doesn't always work in another, and you don't find that out until it doesn't work, <laughs> that makes you know, sense. I mean, I, I thought yes. you meant,
0: like, I thought you meant that there was a, a specific song or a set of songs that are just like, kill it, no, don't play it, um, that's what no, I thought you meant.
2: no, but I mean, you know, you, you do find, uh, you, you do find that, you know, some songs work and some, places and some don't but and then of course you know there's always the uh you know you you spend all this time working up the song it sounds great you think it's gonna you know it's gonna kill and you know you're playing it perfect but just nobody cares about it and it's like you have to like ditch the ego and be like all right i know we spent all this time like getting this song ready to go but like it just doesn't work for whatever reason and then some songs that you never see working it makes people go crazy. I mean, like, the genuine song, Pony, right? Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, we picked it up for a wedding. Um, man, this is probably four years ago now. And, like, we're picking this song up and we're playing it and we're, we're playing, you know, learning it for the wedding. And we're like, God, we are never going to play this song. You like, nobody cares about this song. Like, um, and then I was just like, we spent all this time learning it. Like, let's, let's try it out for a couple shows after the wedding. And, like, it's still a set staple to these day of this day I'm
3: just a batter I'm looking for a promise someone who knows how to ride without being would
2: you got four dorky white dudes up there like doing a convincing <laughs> job of getting through a genuine song. People like, and we do like, you know, that Tupac and, and some of that other stuff. And it's just kind of like, we pull it off. And I think that, you know, they, they kind of look at us and go, ah, I don't know if these guys are going to really be able to do this song. And then they're like, all right, like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but then we'll, then we'll segue right into like third eye blind or, you know, something else that, you know, is completely, you know, I, I try to keep our sets as, uh, it, it, it bouncing around as quickly as I can because like maybe somebody isn't into the rap stuff. Well then, okay, let's not do two of those in a row because we don't want to lose the the audience. Like, and the good thing about 90 songs is they're all about three and a half minutes each. So if you don't like what we're doing right now, just give me three and a half minutes and I'll get you into something else. So really uh, it, it, it really helps out because there's so many different, you know, you got the pop side, the, 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 the hard rock side, the alternative side, you know, rap, hip hop, there's a little bit of everything in that. So I think it, you keep it uh, varied enough that, that there's something for everybody in it. So it's not like, I mean, not to bag on eighties bands. Right. But like a lot of the eighties stuff kind of sounds similar. So if you're not, you have to kind of be there for that uh, in order to make it work. And I think with the nineties stuff, it's a little bit more, sometimes people forget how many songs they know from that era and go, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know this one. So.
0: I'm actually looking at your, your set list right now. Uh, so if you can give me one song to kind of play in this spot, maybe one of your favorites, or, or yeah, maybe one of your favorites uh, that you find, you get the best reaction every time you play it.
2: I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys.
0: You are my
3: fine. Desire, believe When I say I want
2: show man um, and it's cool because like you know so all, glad you said that yeah a lot a lot a lot of harmonies in it it's it sounds good it's fun to play and i mean when you hit that uh that that little three-part thing going into the don't want to hear you say it like every like into the into the key change everyone like flips out it's it's you know it's it's, it's like this religious experience and it's 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 really funny and it's it's every single time like There's some songs that work in some instances, some don't, but I want it that way is always a, uh, a a killer, killer. So bye, bye, bye by NSYNC is, is, is similar in that, uh, you know, it got everybody doing the dance. You usually do that later in the night when everyone's had some, uh, uh, libations that have (laughs) got them, uh, got, got them feeling a little more, uh, (laughs) a little more free. And they're doing, they're out of there on the dance floor doing the bye, bye, bye dance. But there's a lot of songs like that. Um, and then like even some of the harder stuff, like we'll we'll do fat lip by some 41 sometimes and, and folks, uh, you know, just start rocking out on that. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of cool. And um, I'm trying to think, I mean, there's a lot of them, but I mean, if I had to hang my hat on one, I would say I want it that way. Hey, this is Danny from Here's to the Night and we'll be back right after this.
1: What if I told you that there was a magical place where you could get free, high-quality audiobooks for free? Sound too good to be true? It's not. It's called Another World Audiobooks. It's a weekly podcast with professional narration of some of the greatest fiction books ever written. You can find us on your podcast player of choice. Just search Another World Audiobooks and enjoy over 120 episodes and counting, plus awesome giveaways. Another World Audiobooks podcast is your ticket to another world.
2: This is your new Best Friends podcast, a weekly podcast that caters to you, the listener.
3: Tabby, I'm sick.
2: Battery-packed
3: laser (laughs) tag so we don't die. okay, there you
1: go. With floaties. And
3: that's my day. I wasn't
1: prepared to take criticism from a a
3: pear-shaped dictator. (laughs) And why are your pants still on? That would have been a not my finest
1: moment moment. Just like a random seed comes out of my shirt. Thought I swallowed this. (laughs) You physically blew the crotch out? My testicles found the aftermath of the blowout. (laughs) You are Uh... on a roll today.
3: Get this guy ketchup and mustard because <laughs> is he hot dog? Whoa. It's it's a good and it's a good motivator. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely. enough to get you
2: the fuck up out of there. <laughs> want to be part of the show? Write in at ynbf podcast at yahoo.com or call us at 707-461-0706.
0: I want to play a little game with you if if you okay, agree. all right. And in this game, uh, I want to play you instrumental versions of songs mostly. Okay. And see how long it takes you to identify them.
2: All right. Oh, it's instant, man. That that the instant instant guitar that like, and that's uh, you know, of course I want it that way. For Mike, especially for Mike. Mike there you uh, go. Love yeah, it. but but dude, like, yeah, and that's the thing, like from square one, like when that kicks when that oh, yeah lick kicks in, people like it, it's off to the races from there, but I'm telling you, when it hits the that little bridge part and it kicks into the end, ooh <laughs> every time. Every time.
0: Ready for your next song?
2: Yeah. All right, here you go. Oh, yeah, man. That makes me think of Graduation. That was so many Graduation songs. The 90s, Good Riddance, uh, Green Day. Um, Very good. Yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah, that, 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 that instantly takes me back. I was actually pissed off that wasn't our, uh, that wasn't our Graduation. It was a little bit – I graduated in 2002, so it was, like, a little bit after it was, like, cool for that to be the Graduation song.
0: But Oh, see, we had uh, Vitamin C. Oh yeah, yeah. It was graduation. Yeah. And that song, song. man.
2: I, I I was not a huge fan of that song. No.
0: Every time I hear it now I'm like, God, please turn it off.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's yeah, wasn't a big fan of that.
0: Now now look at the people that are graduating now, wonder what the hell their song's gonna be. Something like Don't oh, Touch yeah. Me or Leave Me alone. like MC <laughs> Hammer <"Don't laughs> This or something. Everybody's learning from a distance.
2: Yeah. From a
0: distance. There you go. From, that's a good one too from a distance there you go. I'm so glad we're on the same page with this uh, here's your third song you ready yep
2: I was having trouble hearing that one sounds 80s <laughs> probably is yeah
0: we'll skip that one for then that's, uh, right. yeah, I'm
2: not, it was, it was cutting in and out on the audio a little bit. Too. Oh, sorry about that. that That's good.
0: Madonna, uh, Material Girl.
2: Oh, okay. All right.
0: All right. Here's your next one then.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, one of the most iconic riffs of all time. Uh, either Smells Like Nirvana by Weird Al Yankovic or Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. That's one of oh, the two. <laughs> like no, I mean, uh, yeah, it's funny. That's actually one that we don't do because what really? you find, well, here's what you find, right? In a club setting, in a party setting, in the context of what we do, once that guitar riff goes and it kicks in, no one really cares about the rest of the song. <laughs> you know, really? So,
0: so. I mean, do, do they just kind of sit it out, or are they
2: just mosh and no? No, it's just one of those. Like, I mean, because it gets kind of, you know. I'm just saying, in the context of what we do, because we're more of a party band, um, you know. And actually, there's, I mean, there's really good '90s grunge tribute acts where that fits in great. Yeah. But just in the context of what we do, after that guitar riff, there would be no, <laughs> nobody, Yeah, you know, it, it would just, it would fall off, so.
0: This next one is not as much as a party hit as it is more just what it was for the 90s. Ready?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every acoustic act ever plays that. Of course they wonderful.
0: do. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's funny, it's, it's I, I think Wonderwall becomes the, uh, the 90s equivalent of Freebird, and yeah. that people start shouting <laughs> that out as a as a request. Um it's a it's a cool tune. I mean it was definitely uh it was definitely uh, uh kind of a little bit groundbreaking at the time. It had a you know a lot of cool elements to it. Now um, let's see what you that, think about this last one. Ready? Yep. Oh chili uh, really Peppers. Um yeah i mean blood sugar sex magic was uh another one of those records that uh when i heard it i was like man like there was so many cool like funk i mean flea is like obviously one of the you know the, the greatest bass players of all time um and that record that record was really influential not in not in my bass playing because i can't play bass like flea does but uh just really just i mean that record holds up today it probably is in some ways better day than it was when it when it came out, Californication too, was another late nineties, uh, good one record that I really liked. I didn't like too much of their stuff after that though. They got a little droney for me. Um, but I'm sure they don't care what I think their bank accounts are, <laughs> <Their> bank <laughs> accounts are- but, but, but yeah, but no, those two records, like still, I, I still go back to those records, uh, quite often, uh, blood sugar, sex, magic, and, uh, and Californication. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause they're, they're huge.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's just so many good songs. Uh, uh, no doubt, uh, the, the, that No Doubt record, man, it's like every song on it was a single. You're it just, it just keeps. Uh, oh, well,
0: that's that's a huge benefit though, because it can be continuously sold.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that that that's another that that the was it. Tragic Kingdom, isn't that what that record was called? Yeah, yeah. Tragic Kingdom, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you look back on the track listing on that record, you're like, there's so many singles on it. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean Just a Girl, Spiderwebs, Don't Speak. I mean, three of, like, the biggest songs of the 90s, all on the mm-hmm. record. It's crazy.
0: Now, which one of the, the songs that you play would
2: you say was the hardest to... Hardest to learn? Hardest to learn, hardest to pick up. I don't know. I mean, we do that, the uh, Winnie Kravitz tune, Are You Gonna Go My Way. That's pretty, uh, it's pretty demanding. I mean, like the you know the Backstreet songs. I mean, because there are five of them, right? There's only three of us singing, so I mean, yeah. it's, it's you know picking the parts to cover on you know the that that have to come through on that is is hard. You know, the female songs that we do, we do you know some Britney stuff, and uh, we do. <laughs> I'll tell you another thing that 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 uh, that gets people. We do, uh, man, I feel like a woman, and when the the kicks in, people flip out. It's and. And again, it's one of those, it's funny because you look at these dudes up on the stage, you're like, they are really going to do this? Like, wow. Um, and it just all goes back to just not, <laughs> you can't take yourself too seriously. It's, you know, it's entertainment, man. It's, it's, it is, it is it is what it is.
0: And, and I love how you guys do put the rock flavor on things.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're a guitar, we're a guitar. I mean, we're a musically, you know, I mean, we're, we're an instrument driven band. So I mean, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the parts that are done on other, you know, computerized instruments are, are covered on, you know, guitar on a lot of it. So, I mean, it does have more of a, of a rock flavor to it, but it still, you know, it still retains the, uh, the vibe of the original song.
0: Well, and like, especially with this one that I'm going to play here, like this, you guys add a, a rock feel to it.
2: fun to record that because it was you know kind of listening to the different sounds that were happening in the song and deciding which ones we could kind of convert to into you know, driving on the guitar a little more so that's always a good live one to play two people enjoy that one obviously well,
0: uh, well I know that the uh, I guess the genre of 90s of course it hasn't changed the songs that are there are there
2: right <laughs> what,
0: what is the decision that goes into hey here's another song I think we could try
2: Honestly, uh, a lot of us, uh, you know, we all have uh, Sirius XM radio and there's the 90s on 9 station. Um, and I think that we've, we've beat this idea to death because we've, you know, been doing it for so long. But a lot of times, we would just be driving down the road, uh, one of us, uh, maybe not necessarily together, and, and you, you just hear a song and you're like, oh, yeah, like, we should try that one. And it goes back to what I said earlier, like, Sometimes we, Ricky Martin, Livin' La Vida Loca is, is just an example. Like, that was a big song. It's a good party song. It moves it moves along really well. And you're like, man, like, and that was a hard one to pick up. A lot of, you know, a lot of craziness going on in it. And it just didn't work in a live, just for whatever reason, it didn't hit like we thought it would hit. And um, so, I mean, I think that the, the science behind it is we've tried a bunch of stuff and we've only kept what has worked worked I mean we've probably we've probably got I would say 60 songs that are in like regular rotation through the set lists you know to keep things fresh we've probably discarded more than that uh over the over the course of eight years just songs that just don't fit what we're doing anymore so I mean it's and that's, and that's what it goes back to, you know, people that think they, you know, these original musicians that are like, oh, it's so easy being in a tribute act. All you do is learn songs and make a bunch of money. And like, there's so, first of all, I'm still waiting for the bunch of money part, but You only me man. Yeah, but, like, there's just there's just so much more to it. I mean, it, it, it's just, you know, the science of set lists and what's, you know, certain songs in certain parts of the night don't work as well as they do in other parts of the night. And, you know, it's just, but, yeah, it, it, it is a science. But but it, it's it's not like being in a top 40 act because there's new songs coming out all the time. And I think that would frustrate me, right? Because, like, sometimes in, in, in top 40 stuff, the songs are only popular for six or seven weeks and then nobody cares about them anymore. So you spend all this time learning the song and I would think that your tendency would be you want to keep it in the set list too long, uh, past the uh, the burn rate, as it were, on the song um, it, because you spent so much time learning it. And with the 90s stuff, it's not like that. Um, if the song works for a 90s tribute act, it's it's always going to work. The, 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 the 90s trend has... <laughs> ended. It's never 90s, died, though. The 90s ended a while ago, so.
0: But it has never died.
2: No, and honestly, man, like, so we started it, um, you know, like I said, eight years ago, and we knew we were a little bit ahead of the curve. There was no demand for it. Um, so, you know, w- w- for the first couple of years, it was... Why are you guys doing this? Like, and it was like, well, it's going to be a thing. Um, you know, we, we were burnt out on the the, the, the 80s bands, and we're, but but they had success, and they still do. Uh, I mean, there's always going to be a market for the 80s um, until the folks that like the 80s stop going out. Um, but you know, it was like, okay, there's enough of those bands, and those bands are successful. So eventually, it's going to turn over, um, and and when it does, like, we want to have it all figured out. Um, so we, you know, the first couple of years we were doing it, we were figuring out what works in the sets, what doesn't, you know, what, what vibe works, what doesn't. Um, so by the time it did get popular, but like, you know, every time something else like, you know, Roseanne came back and it's like, that increases the nineties thing, you know, every time one of these nostalgic things comes back, it increases the demand for our band. Um. I I just saw the other day that Dunkaroos are back in stores and it's just you know it, it, it's it the, the you know it's all of it's coming back around and I think you know especially when you're dealing with not to be a bummer uh but when you're dealing with you know the the the, the life circumstances that we're all dealing with right now um it it makes you pine for that time even more because you're like man we we're dealing with any of this stuff back then everything was so much simpler and more fun and and hindsight does that to you too um but 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 all of that helps the demand for the product of course we can't put it out on the stage right now but (laughs) yeah well
0: we're gonna get to that in just a second
1: this is how we do It's Friday night and I feel alright. The party's here on the west side, so I reach for my 40 and I turn it up. Designated driver, take the keys to my truck. Hit the shop, cause I'm faded. Honey's in the streets, say money, oh we made it. It feels so good in my hood tonight. The summertime skirts and my guys ain't canine. i like gang bangers, forgot about the drive-by. You gotta get your groove on before you go get paid your hands up and let me hear the party say, I'm kind of buzzed and it's all because this is how we do it South Central does it like nobody does, this is how we do it to all my neighbors you got much flavor, this is how we do it, let's flip the crack in the old school bag this is how we do it this is how we do it all hands are in the air and wave on from here to there I want to be player You see the hood's been good to me Ever since I was a lowercase G But now I'm a big G The girls see I got the money Hundred dollar bills y'all If you were from This is what he said. You and OJ are gonna make some cash. Sell a million records and we're making the dash. Oh, I'm buzzing the club. This is how we do it. Sounds like like no.
0: How did you guys go about meeting Chris Kirkpatrick?
2: So we met Chris, uh, through a mutual friend, uh, while we were touring in Goldmine squad, actually. And, uh, when we came through Florida, um, Chris, uh, invited us to, uh, to stay at his house. Um, just, just one of the coolest down to earth dudes. Uh, you would never guess that he was in, you know, one of the biggest acts in the history of music. Uh, he's just, a I hope he doesn't listen to this. he will get an ego. I'm, you know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope no, he but just like, just like really genuine guy. And, um, you know, just invited us into his home. Like it was ours. He was cooking us food and just like, you know, just and so we just, we've just kept in touch with him. And, uh, when we started this project, uh, you know, Ruben, our drummer is, is, is closest with Chris and, uh, you know, kind of said, Hey man, like, what do you think about like, coming up and, you know, hosts in a, hosts in a show and you can do a couple songs with us. And, you know, it just kind of, we, we do it every so often and people really, you know, people really enjoy it. Um, he'll get up and do some NSYNC songs, but then he'll like, he busts out basket case by green day. Uh, when he, uh, when he comes and he kills it, dude, like it's just, and and he's, you know, he really likes actually Chris is really into 80s stuff. So he's hosted a couple of the eighties versus nineties shows that we do. Um, but but no, I mean Chris is is a, is a super cool guy. Um, definitely has brought more uh, more eyes to, to our band uh, over the years. Um, especially with us doing Insync songs, uh, you know some of those videos get out with you know him uh, him singing with us, and you know it's fun. It's it's just like this rock band with Chris. You know Chris doing uh, doing sync tunes.
0: Where can people find you and hear some of your stuff?
2: Uh, so here's the is, is kind of the hub, uh, the, the, the best place to kind of find all of our links. Um, it, 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 it it's funny it's still after all these years, like it's still really important to have a website, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of still the central hub for everything. We have our web store up there with all of our merchandise, uh, all of our social feeds are, uh, you know, are run through there. So, uh, here's the night.com is the best place to find us. We're on Facebook uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we do have the, uh, the, uh, baby one more time, single out on all of the, uh, streaming sites. Um, kind of just to have an identity there. I mean, I, I don't think that, I mean, releasing, releasing music as a, as a tribute act is not a, uh, releasing recorded music, I should say as a tribute act, uh, really isn't a winning monetary proposition, but I think it's important to have uh, music out there just to kind of, uh, you know, to have people, you know, be able to find your band, uh, find your band everywhere.
0: TikTok and
2: no, my daughter TikToks. And I just don't think that, um, that, 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 that wouldn't be something that we would, uh, it just, well, number one, I mean, it doesn't really fit the vibe of the the band, right? I mean, you want to, you want to keep your, your marketing a little bit true to the way that the nineties were. And I just, you know, the TikTok platform is, uh, I don't think that our target market is on the TikTok platform. Uh, but I do watch uh, I do watch my daughter do the TikTok stuff. And, yeah. uh, it's a little uh it's a little over my head. So uh yeah, you won't find us on TikTok, you won't find us on Snapchat. Um do Snapchat. but we do have uh, we do have the presence on uh we should probably get like a a a, a MySpace page and like maybe yes. a, maybe an, an AOL maybe an AOL chat room.
0: Well I I of course on your website down at the bottom you have the uh you got mail logo and you can sign up for uh the, yeah. the night newsletter. Uh which I'm sure will start going back out when you guys go, start touring again and, and start doing more um shows once this whole quarantine thing is over, right?
2: Uh yeah, no we're I mean we're ready to uh we're ready to get back out there as soon as we can. I mean we've uh we've lost, you know, probably forty forty gigs or more um, since the, uh, since the start of this whole thing. So, I mean, it's been, uh, it's been rough, but yeah, no, I mean, the website is kind of indicative of, of what we, I mean, the website is fairly simplistic. Uh, it has the, you know, the bright color scheme that instantly when you go on the website, you know exactly what you're in for. Um, you know, and I think that's important and you get like Bart up on the top, you know, spray painting the, uh, the tagline. And, you know, if you, if you run through all the different, uh, the different pages like it feels like i mean it's a very well designed website our drummer does all of our uh of our uh, graphics he's a graphic designer uh by by trade um but it's like it's something that that you could find it, it, in the 90s like it's not it's not it, you know there's not a ton of like flash elements to it or or anything like that so it's it's very true to you know what you might have seen on a you know on geo cities <laughs> <laughs> on, on angel fire you know back in the uh
0: of course, one of the, uh, the, leading the pages has some Beavis and Butthead on it, which is Yeah, great. Beavis
2: and Butthead. We got South Park. Um, I don't know. There's some uh, Rugrats, I think.
0: Uh, All the yeah, good so stuff. It just, you know. All the good stuff.
2: All the good stuff.
0: Danny, I want to thank you for joining me.
2: Absolutely, man. Appreciate you, you having me.
0: Pick your brain a little bit and, and getting to know you better through your musical playlist. Uh, if you can give me a song that you would find uh, to, to go out with any song any song
2: any, any song, song of all time mm. of all
0: time any song that you like as the band or any song you like as an individual uh which song would you like to use to end the show
2: Oof, man that's god that is a lot of uh, that is a lot of off-the-cuff pressure um well i mean i feel like it has to be something that we play uh because it, it fits the it fits the vibe uh we've talked the backstreet boys to death uh so it shouldn't it, it shouldn't be them um I don't know, man. Jeez, this is all God, this is a lot of pressure. You got to take some of my stuttering out and pose. I'm, um,
0: I'm not asking you to sing it for me.
2: No, I know, but it's just, I don't know. I mean, you're like, you're asking me to ask me to leave you, leave you with a, like a definitive, uh, a definitive tune to close the show. It's, it just seems like a lot of pressure. Um, I don't know, man. I would go with I would go with, uh, with Semitron by Third Eye Blind. I think it's just uh, it, it just Perfect. encapsulates everything, man. Like it makes it makes me think of HFS, it makes me think of one and being a kid driving around in my old beater car. You
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me, man. Danny, yeah, thank dude. you again for joining me.
2: Yes, sir. Appreciate uh, you having me. Be
0: careful out there.
2: Yeah. Whenever uh, you guys
0: join back up, link up with me, and, and give me give me a, a list of where you guys are going to be. I'll pull it for Will do, man. Well, and I look forward to talking to you again, man.
2: Cool. All right, be good, man. Talk Thank to you later. All, All right, later.
3: I'm holding. i smiling. She lives. She me. She lives for me, Who Down on the mattress One